Esrim are, in old language, a couple thousand years ago, disciples. Those who are trying to prepare themselves for entry into the evolutionary level above human, synonymous with the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. We're going to talk to you about the most urgent thing that is on our mind and what we suspect is the most urgent thing on the minds of those who will connect with us. John, we've guerrilla recorded with this mic in many a venue. Yes. But never by invitation. I'm in the shock. The, yeah. It, I mean, usually we get kicked out of places. It's not usually the other way around. Yeah, when people say, come on in, I can't even fucking process it. Anyway, first of all, a nod to Angora Holly Polo, founder and headmistress of Donnybrook Writing Society, whose introduction made this happen. We are broadcasting, well, recording tonight. Inside the Tesla room of the Black Monarch Hotel hotel and venue in Victor, Colorado, and uh, the whole posse is here. I am your host, the great unclean one. To my left, Bartimeu. Bonjour, comment ça va aujourd'hui? Welcome back. Bien, bien. Then we have BG. To her left, our proprietor and host, Timber Smalls. What's good? And guess who's back? You've heard this voice before. HP, the goat in the woods. Your friendly neighborhood Eldritch Horror. Absolutely. And the artist formerly known as Vivian Vixen, Peter Pan. Welcome back. Yo! And our new friend, Kersey Boy. Heyo! And last and certainly not least, I think outside of me, the most appearances on this show. Yep, yep. Gian, he, she, who thirsts. What's so, up? Uh, so here we are, and uh, basically... Um, this will be a, a couple first. One, again, first time we've been invited to record anywhere. Two, the first breakup gaming society uh, triple header. We're, we're knocking out three episodes under Biggie's Timbers Timber Small. Biggie's. You're killing me, Big Wood guy. You're killing me. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a, a triple header, all all from the Black Monarch, because frankly. Uh, the, the conviviality and, frankly, level of bloodstream pollutants in this room is amazing. <laughs> yes. so, so that's it. Here we are. Um, we're going to be back momentarily with a, a drink of the week, and the festivities continue. Until then, I'm the great unclean one. See you in a bit. Drink of the week. Great unclean one, drink of the week. If you've had the poor judgment to listen to more than one of these episodes, or maybe even three, if you're some kind of shut-in, uh, you know that we have a trope here where I have been ad hoc designing shots in tribute to the four chaos gods of the Warhammer 40,000 universe. Um, very long ago, we did a Nurgle shot, which yep. was uh, the fetid haze. That one wasn't half bad, honestly. It wasn't that. It wasn't Everybody that bad. grimaced when I announced I the ingredients. It, but yeah. Then you knocked it back, and yeah, it wasn't too bad. the worst review. In comparison, too, from then, the then, other. And then poor Jean, I, I basically had some fun at their expense when I designed um, it, the Prince's Palindrome. It's the Geneva Convention, honestly. Like, it's. 
So as we know, uh, Nurgle is the plague god. So he did a rotten green drink with lots of uh, foul things. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Slanesh is the prince of pleasure. So we, I made up a combat ritual, which you completed about 65% of before yeah. retiring red-faced to a chair for yeah, several minutes. Yeah, my throat closed up. And, and then, so tonight, uh, we pour a drink, a shot um, that we designed. And by the way, special big ups to my Hermanita. Well, I don't know why you said we. You is, did. This is you. This is you. May I continue? <laughs> uh, no, to, to uh, my little sister, Hermanita who helped me workshop this remotely. I told her what I was trying to go for, and, and she helped, helped me get there. So tonight's shot, um, oh, it's called uh, uh, The Butcher's Nails. Nice. Oh, Lord. And, and uh, I like that. as we That's know, um, it's in tribute to Corn. Corn is the god of rage, the god of martial prowess, the god of bloodshed. So I thought, what should our base liquor be? Oh, no. And, out, you know, when you're thinking liquors, when you think about human history, what the fuck is more bloody and vicious than gin? Hey! Nice. Okay. All right, Kingsman. I love yeah. gin. Yeah. Um, Dude, I love I gin. That. As we know, the butcher's flag, a.k.a. the Union Jack, flew over three quarters of the world, and they weren't nice about it. Nope. So um, I got, and, and Hermanita recommended, an herbaceous gin. I got this once again. This is like the sixth plug. At some point, you got to pay me some fucking money. Downtown fine wines and spirits. I ask, I give everything. I get nothing. So um, um, I have deviation. This is a Colorado drink. Deviation distilling mountain herb gin with rosemary and white sage. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to seed these four glasses with just a nip. I'm not. We're not trying to get stupid. We just want to have well, speak for yourself. But. Yeah. <laughs> well, yet. Shit on the floor. <laughs> so what I am doing now is pouring probably not even an ounce of uh, deviation mountain herb gin into uh, shot glasses shaped like shotgun shells because that seems to fit the, the battle ethos. But of course, what's the color we associate with corn? Red. Big red. Blood? Because blood. Blood for the blood god. Skulls for the skull throne. We're going to drop a little Clamato on that. Oh, oh, my God. All right. Okay. I was wondering why you had two fucking gallons. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> hey, we're Bloody Mary's in the morning, I guess. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad idea, though. Not a bad idea, but I don't so, think we have... I think out of everything we brought, So I apologize for that. It's I, in the rug. I was overzealous. <laughs> so what I'm doing is I'm topping it with just a, a little Clamato. And then what like we're going to do is, uh, uh, in, in tribute to corn, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> corn on the rug of the nice haunted hotel. So you're not getting your deposit back. Do you need some assistance, old man? You want some context to that? In almost every sense. So we're not going to do our group's toast. We're going to do corn's toast, which is, of course... Blood for the blood god? Skulls for the skull throne. Yeah. Blood for the blood god. Skulls for the skull throne. Down the hatch, bitches. Oh. That's tame. Seriously, I'll take that all day. I can do that. Compared to the last one. That's actually quite good. Yeah, it's not bad. I don't like it. 
gin. No, I love gin. I don't like the Clamato. Mm. There you go. Put fucking gin and Clamato. Like what did you expect? I mean, I'm just gonna say that gin bottle is absolutely beautiful. It is. It looks like nice plant design. cells. It's gorgeous. And so there we go. That was our drink of the week. That is installment three. Uh, there, there's only one god left to pay tribute to. That is Zinch, the architect of fate, the changer of ways. Ooh. I'm working on that one too. So there we go. Uh, drink of the week. Thanks for indulging me, everybody. We'll be back momentarily. We're gonna play a game, y'all. Game of the week. Here we are, still at the Black Monarch Hotel. I am still the great unclean one. We're going to play... Uh, we've met just lovely people here. And I was actually talking about this with a friend of mine who just picked up Settlers of Catan. He lives in L.A. for the first time. And he's asking me about what games are good. I'm like, do you know cool people? Then you'll have cool games. That's what it's all about. So uh, we're going to get right into it and play a game of Citadels. It's a six to eight player affair, I think, in which basically people blind pass cards of hands. Uh, hands of cards, rather. Cards of hands. I like that. <laughs> they call me the cards of hands. Kneel before me. So, uh, and, um, and, and draft characters that have different roles and abilities, the, the kicker being you don't know which character the person before or after you has really chosen. And then there's an order in which the players roll and each execute their abilities. And as you'll see, it can get very vicious and very deflating. Um, but, but yeah, that's Citadels. Uh, we're going to just see what I promised these poor, lovely people is that they would know what they were doing by turn two. So basically right now we're just going to try to teach them and see if they uh, get their head inside the mechanics on turn one and are doing vicious strategy by turn two or turn three. We'll check back in you with a minute. Shut the fuck up. So, uh, because we're hardcore hobbyists, we got through two and a half turns of Citadels. Although we met some very lovely people who are here. Yeah, those they were cool. They're great. Those yeah. beautiful kids. And I, I, I really don't know how much my barked orders were being absorbed, but we got through a couple turns. And the only yeah. reason we scooped the cards is because we know A, we have two more episodes to knock out. Yep. B, I know that our host, Timber. Smalls. Uh, uh, happens to be ahead, so we're gonna come. Yeah. We're gonna come right back with track of the week. Stay tuned. Track of the week. Um, it's only proper etiquette that when you are the host of a gracious man's home, that you allow them to lead for track of the week. The only rule being that it's a hip hop track. But I know you're ahead. Yeah. So, um, uh, Timber, tell us what we're listening to tonight. Uh, I wasn't going to go super deep or deep cut or obscure or backpack. I just wanted to do something fun because I'm having so much fun tonight. Cool. And my track is uh, first song off the third uh, Beastie Boys album, Jimmy James. Nice. Yes. He goes to sleep by falling down on his face. So, you know, I mean, I just, it's fun. Uh, it's Capitol upbeat. Records. Uh, yeah, I think absolutely. that was their second album. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so here you go. No, uh, I'm pretty sure that's the third album. Didn't Paul's Boutique come out second? Isn't Paul's Boutique and then Check Jim, Your Head? Jimmy James is on Paul is on Paul's Boutique, I think. 
No, it's the first track one. Check your head. Um, you know what? I'm going to concede that one because you're kind of scaring me. No, no, because it starts out with this. He says, uh, this is the new, the first song on our anyway, new album. Anyway, so we're going to just check out the way it drops. They're going to be back later. And uh, Timber is going to tell us uh, what they like so much about a particular segment. See you soon. There you go. go. Look, somebody play that track. Uh, is it still uh, recording? Oh, oh boy, I really did it this time. wasn't on record arguing with you about when that track because I got your song mixed up with Johnny Royale that's so true I was wrong and I need to be held <laughs> um, no but uh, you know what great track surprise track uh, I haven't listened to the Beasties in a long time and that was a good opener so um, is there any particular like memory uh, part of the song that makes you love it so much oh yeah no that just definitely re- that definitely reminds me of being you know 17 years old and just like driving in my car and smoking weed and stuff like that it just has fun upbeat energy it's maybe like 110 bpm it's almost like a dance track but yeah it was very dancey yeah, yeah. Just funny you said that because i remember uh seeing a Stop me before I kill again. I'm ta- I'm tangent master. I I hijack other people's speech and I turn it. And I, I guarantee you, if you leave it up to me, we're going to be talking about Oliver Cromwell or the Jim Crow era. Jim Crow era quick. comes up a lot. Yeah. It does. I but don't know why. Um, I, I apologize. Please continue. Jim Crow era. Uh, you know, I just I just love it. I don't know. It just has a great fun energy to it, and uh, you know, uh, Hurricane is doing some really great simple scratches on there i think it sounds really fresh for having come out in 1991 or 1992 yeah well check your head yeah um, check your head the big hit the mtv hits were so what you want yeah so what you want uh you know and i think it also starts to kind of show a transition of the beastie boys from being kind of like oh we crushed cans of beer on our forehead and you know uh we're just out partying, fight for your right to party, to yeah. being kind of like uh, real musicians. Well, and, and this is another tangent, but I think you know, one of the reasons, I was a uh, senior at Smoky Hill High School in 1987 when that album broke. And peop- because they were A, white, and they could see themselves, people want their own avatar. Yeah. And plus B, uh, you know who produced that album, right? Uh, I, gosh, I want to say that it was produced by Prince Paul, but I don't think that that's yeah. right. They call uh, him uh, Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin, right, 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 right. And Death what Jam. amazes me is that that same year he also produced uh, Rain and Blood by Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> Dope. And it basically, and they called him the Fifth Beastie because one of the reasons is uh, when you go back, the the license to ill studio work is disgusting. Yeah, it really is. Uh, isn't the guitar player from Slayer uh, has the lead guitar solo on uh, "Fight for Your Right to Party"? No, it's uh, "No Sleep Till Brooklyn." Yeah, I think. Well, I think it's. I think that there's like a Slayer Beastie early Beastie Boys. Like I said, at that point, yeah, uh, Rick Rubin, Rubin was yeah, producing just, both. Yeah, just yeah. brought Slayer into the studio with the Beastie Boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I, uh, to, to me, the metal album. When people say, "What's metal?" It's Rain and Blood. <laughs> Thank you. 
undoubtedly. It's great. Uh, and uh, again, yeah, Rick Rubin. If you go and just Google Rick Rubin, look at the albums he's produced. It's disgusting, but uh, I think his production did it. And, they, and plus, uh, they were on the Def Jam label, which was very prestigious at that time. Def Jam had uh, Enemy, Slick Rick, Cool J. Yep. Yeah, and, Def Jam's the dynasty, undoubtedly. And, um, but, uh, but, but, and, uh, and I think uh, Chuck D was on the same label. He's like, you know, everyone was like, who are these white guys? But you know, but the beat, but the beats were right. Yeah. Although uh, my favorite white boy album of the time was when Third Base came out on the first track of the first album. Undoubtedly. Dissed them. Yeah, you can't you can't deny Third Base. You know, the thing to me about the Beastie Boys is that somehow uh, they didn't bite black style. Like somehow they were hip hop and just made it their own like authentic. Well, well, uh, well they they thing. did. I mean, their their whole shtick was. Saying uh, we're the uh, the old, you know, even like ten albums in, they still do the same like uh, Africa Bambada or Houdini or Grandmaster Flash. Yeah. But da 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 da, and that's and that's where they rest because they're not fucking street kids. Yeah. And also brilliant production. You, you were talking about Paul's Boutique, Dust Brothers. Yeah, undoubtedly Dust Brothers. Yeah. And uh, and fun fact. Do you know why they're called Dust Brothers? No, I don't. It's because when they first formed, they called themselves the Chemical Brothers until they heard about... Oh, yep, yep. It was like 95. Anyway, fine. Thank you for the track. Beautiful. Thanks. Adios. There we go. Um, fun discussion with a gracious host. Beautiful people. Um, this place is gorgeous. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, what, what do you, what do you, what do you put in an outro after that? Because usually, I, because I was like drunk and depressed, I would just spit something out because I knew the, you know. But this is. This is good. This is pe- good. Anyway, this, this is good. This has been the Breakup Gaming Society, which is America's least responsible board game group talking with um, uh, the founder proprietor and right now of BGS uh, the Black Monarch Monarch Hortel that's like a cartel with whores it is the Hortel actually that uh, that was just I can't I can't recover that that was just embarrassing it was Um, embarrassing uh, no, t- you, know was, you know what was embarrassing? Me taking out your dreadnought. Ah! Whoa, bring oh, way back. I don't even know right? what happened. Uh, <laughs> it feels personal. It feels like we should stop. That's here. pretty cheap to drop. Okay. I, I felt, and, and to think I felt fucking sorry for you last time. Anyway, <laughs> until until the next time, I am the, the great unclean one mm-hmm. with. Oh, yeah. Jin, oh, excuse me, I just took a fucking shot. I'm doing the same thing. You're a phlegm ball. Jin, he, she, who thirsts. Baltimore. Oh, Timber Smalls. So, uh, little Timber Smalls. The friendly neighborhood elder tour, HP. AKA, the goat in the woods. Your pixie pal, Pam. Cursey boy. BG. 
and BG having a fantastic time. Um, vote Quimby.